Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. My name is Christine, and I am one of the personal development mentors here at Salt. I am also the color theory educator known as Paint That Mane. And today we have a great episode in store for you, and it's one of my very favorite topics because right now it is crucial in the state of the world and in our businesses, in our personal life, to make great connections with whoever we're around. Um, You know, at work, we are behind a mask. So it's been harder to make eye contact and smile at people. And we're kind of thrown into this position that's just been difficult. And I think a lot of people have noticed quite a drop in sales. Um, They're not quite sure how to reinvent themselves as this new stylist behind kind of like a screen. Um, And I think that people are really missing seeing, you know, when they finish someone's hair, that smile on their face and that glow in their eyes. And we're just holding on to these little bits that are difficult right now. So I want to give you some tips on how to strengthen your connection with clients and also boost your sales while building confidence within yourself. So when someone walks in the door and we greet them and we have this new obstacle of not really be able be able to show them our you know, true expression on their face, it becomes important to verbally express these things. So we always want to create a comfortable environment. Um, Communication is going to be the number one key right now. And I want to explain something to you. So when you take the time to communicate steps to someone, stuff you're you know, going to do to get them to their goal or whatever it may be, they are going to put trust in you. In trust, having so many people trust you, that builds confidence within yourself. So it's important that when your guest or your client sits down that you are engaging with them what technique you're using and why. Um, We are in a time where people are sort of obsessed with certain words about techniques, you know, like I definitely want a balayage and I don't want to have um, any foils placed in my hair. Well, if we take the time to communicate with them why one thing is better than the other for their particular hair type, that is the first step in building trust with your client. Now, You have those clients who say, I've had glosses before and I hate them. Now, a gloss is kind of a funny thing because if you have a business where you are an a la carte service where everything is charged differently, you people tend to question why they need a gloss because depending on the price of it, they're like, well, I don't want that gloss because it 
it's just going to push the price up too much. Now, the problem with this is that the person is leaving with work that you're not proud of because you haven't glossed their hair. The other problem is that we are people pleasers, obviously, and we'll say, okay, well, I'll just do that for free. Now, you're either giving away a service or you're letting a client walk out the door with hair that you're not super proud of. And in your head, you have to pick between these two things. It's like, well, she doesn't or he doesn't want to pay for this. Why am I going to let my work walk out the door and then I'm not proud of it and then the chance for referral goes down? So sitting down and explaining why someone needs a gloss is important in this so that you don't have to pick between those two things. You want to take the time and explain to them what a gloss actually does. Now that brings me to the point of what does a gloss actually do. So a gloss deposits the tone that you actually want the hair to be. When we look at raw lift, it is always going to lift warm, first of all, unless you let it go way too far and don't ever do that to yourself. <laughs> um, but you're always going to have this yellow protein tone to it, no matter how high you lift. And obviously, for brunettes and darker colored hair, you're going to lift even warmer than that. So when someone shows you their goal picture and says, well, this is the tone that I love, but I don't want to pay for that gloss, you have to explain to them that their hair is not going to be that tone of color without a gloss. So you're not going to get the result that you actually want. I think that when we get real with our guests and we just say, you know, state the facts of what stuff actually does and the importance of it for their color, they start to understand why it's important for them to invest in that, you know, that extra process. What else does a gloss do? Well, it closes, it helps to close the cuticle. It not only deposits tone, but it helps to close the cuticle after um, the lift has happened. So another thing you can explain to your guests is that if you walk outside or, you know, leave outside of here, the elements outside start to distort your color. So your your blonde is going to get dull really fast. Um, everything that is in the floating around in the air, your hair just starts to absorb because you have an open cuticle for up to probably 10 days after you get your hair colored. Some, I think in some people it could even be a little longer. Um, so it doesn't actually close. So all the water minerals, everything that your hair is even exposed to, it just absorbs like a sponge. So when you don't have that barrier of the gloss, then the hair just becomes like this sponge and it gets really dull and dingy very quickly. And that is why it's important to explain this because let's just say someone sits down and says, I don't want to pay for that. And you agree. You say, okay, fine. They walk out the door, and two weeks later, they call you and say, you know, my blonde has just completely gotten dark and dingy, and I just hate this color. Well, now you're in a position where you've created, now you have to make space for this person to come back, and you have to make space in your book to explain to them what happened, 
And then you have to explain why you didn't tell them that this would happen. So now you have an upset client. And as much as I'd like to say, you know, we can't convince people of everything, um, I think that there's a responsibility as a stylist to explain as much as possible so that we prevent certain situations from happening. It is our responsibility as a professional to explain why things happen. That means that our education has to be up to a point that we have the knowledge to explain these things. So another thing that you can bring up with people is, you know, when they're like, I've had this gloss before and it did nothing for me and I also didn't like the way it made my hair feel or look or whatever. Every person formulates differently. So if someone had a bad experience with a gloss before because someone didn't formulate properly, they're going to automatically hate the glossing process. They don't know that a gloss can be as simple as a clear coat. I mean, 100% clear. So you're not actually changing the tone of their blonde or their lift. You're just closing the cuticle and making it a little shinier. So... When someone has a bad experience, they tend to like throw it all on the next stylist and say, you know, no, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z because I had this bad experience. It's like when people come to me and say, I don't like balayage. It it always made my hair brassy. Well, I personally, my favorite technique is balayage and I have strengthened myself in that area so much that I'm super confident in balayage and I know how much someone's going to lift. So I can tell when someone sits in my hair, like they're going to lift this way and balayage is a good technique or not a good technique. But if someone has gone to another person and they're not as strong as balayage and they used a bad technique, they didn't use the right lightener, you know, they didn't lift them properly, they place them under extreme heat, which caused, you know, expansion maybe and bleeding. Um, There's so many scenarios that can happen with balayage and there's so many reasons why people can hate it that when you use these words with people who have had this bad experience, they automatically are like, no way. But if you calm them down and say, listen, this is what my training is. This is what I know. Um, You show them pictures of your own work and goals that you want to get them to. You start to tell them a little bit about yourself. And, you know, new appointments with hairstylists are just hard in general. So coming down to their level and sitting in front of them and being face to face and just explaining all of this will number one, create trust, like I said, and number two, it will boost your sales. So we have to stop giving away things because we're afraid of speaking about it with our guests. You know, when we're holding back information, the only thing it's doing is holding our career back. There's a lot of people who don't want to share information because they're afraid someone's going to take it or, you know, your client's going to go somewhere else and say, well, this is what this person did. But 
the more you share knowledge with someone, the more they're going to believe in you. And who are you hiding all this knowledge from? I mean, no one has your personality. No one has your skill. No one has your ability. No one has your connection with someone. Um, Maybe you have a terrific knowledge of products. You know what to put on someone's hair. You know how it's going to react. You know how to get minerals out of their hair. You can use all of these tools to help someone know that you're a fantastic stylist. And I think we hold ourselves back a lot because we don't want to come across like a know-it-all or, you know, shutting our guests down and saying, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, even though, let's be honest, we have all gone to school for a year or more um, to earn this place in our career. So we are the professional and we have to stop letting people kind of push us around and push the appointment around. So taking back control over the appointment and doing it in a kind-hearted way is one of the best things you can do right now. First of all, for yourself and building that confidence within yourself to say, I am worth talking about this because I am worth more than someone walking out the door without hair that I'm proud of. And I am worth more than me giving away a free service because I feel bad. And the bottom line is someone needs to understand why it's important for them to invest in you. So them knowing what your worth and what your qualities are and what you deliver is so important for them to start believing in you. And once you have more and more people who believe in you, that is how we start to build confidence within ourselves. And I want to be honest about something. We do not own our clients. They are allowed to go wherever they want to go. And they also don't own us. We're allowed to take control over that appointment, right? So... Don't be afraid that your client's going to leave somewhere with something that you told them or another stylist is going to take what you have to offer because at the end of the day, if you are able to offer someone that they had no clue about, their trust in you is going to be that much greater and they're going to say, wow, they're really knowledgeable. They're never going to say, wow, they gave me a lot of information and I'm going to leave now and go (laughs) spread it to somebody else. Um... That's not how the human brain reacts. The human brain reacts in a way that if people share knowledge that we weren't aware of, that's what builds um, connection and trust within a relationship. So it's really important that we start to understand the more we hold ourselves back, the more we're actually holding our career back. Um, There is a lot of delayed confidence that happens, and I know a lot of you are young, And some of you are a more seasoned stylist like me. Um, But once you get further in your career, you start to realize, wait a second, I do know a lot of information and I've held it back all these years. And you, you really wish that you could go back when you were 19 years old and tell yourself all the things that you know now. Um, So this is why I educate. This is why I share so much of myself because I don't want someone to waste, you know, 10 plus years of their career 
not understanding why they're not retaining clientele, they're not building clientele, and why things are not turning out the way that they thought they would. You know, let's be honest, the hair industry is not a super easy career choice. Um, I think people outside of this industry have a different view of it, but when you're working in it, you realize how hard it is to kind of make it your full-time career. I mean, to make it as a stylist is a really great accomplishment, and if you guys have done that, I want to you know, congratulate you on that because it's not easy. It really is not easy. Um, there's a lot of people who are working second and third jobs and trying to make everything work while still doing hair. But I do want to say this. The more you put into this career, the more you're going to get out of it. And sometimes you have to do really hard things and you have to, um, I don't want to use the word suffer for a little bit, but it does feel that way some days. Um, You do have to give up parts of yourself to make other parts of your career work successfully. And that may mean putting a lot of energy into your hair career and leaving your other jobs to the side, which will mean you're not going to make enough money for a little while. But we have to learn how to kind of step back and say, where does my energy need to be in order for me to be successful in my life? Um, There was a moment in my life where I did pick up a second job when I was doing hair. And I ended up burning myself out so badly. I ended up in the hospital for weeks. Um, I had to go into surgery. It was the absolute worst decision of my life and I did it because I panicked and I didn't think straight now the second job I had picked up was waitressing okay and waitressing is another very difficult job so and they and this is hairdressers do this all the time they you know during the day they're doing hair and at night they're waitressing well in a matter of three months I was so burnt out that I mean, I was just like, I can't even function anymore. So I'd hurt myself more than if I had just put in energy into actually making my work better and building a clientele. I wouldn't have needed that second job if I had just gotten one more client per week, one more highlight per week. And that is not a super difficult thing. When you break it down into that, you know, when you set goals for yourself, you say, what do I need to achieve this goal of getting rid of the second job? This means that I need to bring in two more haircuts per week or one more highlight or whatever it might be, but you can do it because when you set your mind to something like that, it's going to be much better for you than juggling all these different parts of your life. So I want to encourage you today, if you're in that position, take a leap of faith and start believing in yourself that you are capable of bringing in that extra clientele. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And I also want to tell you something very exciting. On November 16th, my five-part online course will be out. It is called The Confidence Behind Formulation. And I will be diving into the internal parts of yourself that you are struggling with to deal with confidence. And I also will be going over all the formulation tips that I personally believe will help 
your career in so many ways and I'm super excited for it. So be on the lookout November 16th. It will be launched on Salt Society and my personal page, Paint That Main. Um, looking forward to connecting with all of you and have a wonderful day.